Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Nadarim Da Flamid Hey. Yo, you're going to sit there and talk in the back the whole time like we did yesterday, Stan? Um, so we're starting at the very top of the Da. Uh, yesterday we learned the Shita of Rabba. And we learned the sheet of Rabbah in regards to uh, a case of hektish that was then given over, that was then given over as a matana. And there are three lines from the bottom on Lamedal and Mudbeis. Rabbah was of the opinion that the Yovalei b'matana aser that if something was given over b'matana, that if hektish was given over b'matana, that it would be aser. And the uh, Gemara at the top of Daf Lamed Hayamadalif asks a question against Rabbah. Rabbah again had said that. The hektish that was given over as a matana is going to be usher for that person, alt hektish. And here the Gemara asks as follows the very top words of Lamed Hayyam. Adalif Aisve, we have a brisa that seems to go against the sheet of Rabbah. Omar Lo, if a person says, Hash Ileni Parascha, please lend me your cow. I'm going to use it to pull a plow, whatever it may be. And then in response, antagonistically, Omar Lo, Konam Parashani Kanuilach. I make a, a, a nope, I, I hereby make this hektish. You're not allowed to benefit from it. Nichsi Alecha. Uh, and I'll make a nether against all my nechassim if I have any more than this one para. Or he says a uh, similar story. Hashileni kardumcha, lend me your uh, your shovel or your hoe. And Amar lo konem kardom shiyeshli shani kanui shani kanui nixi alai shani kanui. And and uh, he makes a nether that if I have this, uh, then you're not allowed to use it. And nixi alai imyeshli kardom elaze. And if he makes a nether that uh, there's going to be a nether status on this if I have more than one kardom. And then so and then we find in fact that he has more than one of either the para or the kardom. So then now this case has a lot of nuance in it. It's different phraseologies of what they're saying. They're all examples, but the highlight that we need from here is that if you have something that has a status of a konam on it and it's a matana, this brisa says it's a matana and it's mutter. However, the brisa we learned yesterday about Rava, not the brisa, but the statement of Rava that we learned yesterday, is that something that's given over matana from hektish is going to be aser. So it's a kasha against Rava from a brisa. And the Gemara responds eight lines down on Lamed Hayyam Adalev. Don't worry, Amar Rav Acha Bered Rav Ika Shenista Lo Al Yedei Acher. You would have been correct. It would have been Usher, like Rava said, if it was given directly. But if it was given to one person, and then that second person gave it to you, so then that's Al Yedei Acher, and that's that would then be Mutter. So there's really no stira, and the din of Rava is right that Hektish that's given over directly from me to you. I was Makdashit, and I gave it to Bimatana. Then it would be Usher for you, even though I gave it to Bimatana. However, if I gave it to a person in between me and you, and you took it from that middleman, so then that would be Bichai of Mutter. And uh, would be but if it was a matana, then it would have been totally fine. So that's the end of really, it's really the end of yesterday's sugya. And now we're going to be starting with a bit of a lumdisha question. And the Gemara wants to know, Where does me'ila apply? By hektish. So what if I make a konam, I make a nether, this is going to be just like hektish. So what's that comparison? Is it that that item is mamish hektish and therefore me'ila applies? Or do we say, no, it's conceptually like hektish, just like hektish cannot be benefited from, so too over here. Which one, is it a full comparison or is it only a conceptual comparison? So the Gemara says, <laughs> we've already learned this. Where did we learn this? 
in our Mishnah from a couple of days ago. What does the Mishnah say? A third of the way down. We said, Remember the sugi about Hashavah um, Saveda. So the din is that if I find an item and there was an Isra Hana between me and you, so I'm allowed to give it back to you. And if you, as a normal um, function of your community, were, were to give a reward for a lost item, Tipol Hektish, that it should be uh, it should the extra money that I gained for having done uh, my my mitzvah that has to go to hektish and the Gemara says that the use of the word hektish here is very specific lememra ki hektish it's trying to tell you that a konam is no different than a hektish mamish ma hektish yesh meila af konamos yesh behen meila and therefore with the Gemara's conclusion at this point it seems very clear that if a person says hare alai this item ki hektish that it's hektish mamish, and it's nothing else. It's not something that's just forbidden to you, and you can throw it out to the Am HaMelach. It's very specific language, and it means that it's hektish mamish, and they learned that from our Mishnah, where it teaches us that if a person were to uh, were to get money in return for doing the mitzvah, but because you and I are mudar hana from one another, that money is, is nafala hektish. And it doesn't say nafala, we've, we've seen this before, that we throw it into the yam, we throw it into the yam melach. We've seen these phrases before in Shas, none of that. It's hektish mamish, and therefore the comparison is a full comparison. And the Gemara says, this shita actually exists in the Tanaim, although it is subject to a machlokes Tanaim. Halfway down, Lamed Hei Amid Aleph, the Gemara says, Kitanaim. Konam, a person makes a neder. Kikarzu hektish va'achla. A person says, this piece of bread, this loaf of bread is hektish, and I ate it. So what was my konam? It wasn't on me. It was on the item. Konam, what did he say? Kikarzu, hektish. This piece of bread in front of me is considered hektish. And therefore, because it was on the chefta itself, on the item itself, therefore, bein hu vein chaveru ma'al. No matter what, that's mamish hektish, and that is me'ila. Lefichach yesh and because there's me'ila, there's also pidyon. We spoke about this a couple of days ago, but the point is that it can be poded, the status can be poded from one thing to another. What if he said, kikar zu alai lehektish, not just about the item, this item is forbidden to me in the frame of a hektish, that's different. The first one was on the chefza only. This item is hektish, and therefore, if I eat it or if you eat it, if anybody eats it, it's going to be problematic. But what if I limit myself, uh, limit the hektish status of the bread only to myself? The, the loaf of bread in front, in front of me is hare alai, is kikarzu alai lehektish ve'achla, then hu ma'al chaver lomal. Then if I eat it, so then I did mi'ila. But because it was more about the gavra, and I said, it's on me. So therefore, the Gemara says, Lomaal, if you're a friend and, and, and you ate it, there was never an isr. That it's not inherent in the food. It's not inherent in the granules of bread. What it is, is that I made a commitment on myself. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to eat food X. Instead of saying food X is an entity of hektish, it's I'm not going to eat that food. Those are different things. Those are different things. And Lefichach. He said, he said, Kronam and hektish. Use both. Konam, kikarzu hektish va'achla. Because he said konam and hektish. Konam just means he's, he took a neder to say that this kikar is hektish, that this bread is hektish. That was case number one. And case number two is konam. Well, he doesn't say konam here, but it means it's still a neder. Kikarzu alai the hektish. So there are two cases brought in this brisa. And um, and in this latter one, it was more focused on him. I will not eat that food. Be, it's like New Year's resolutions, you know, like I, I will not drink Coke. I, <laughs> I, I never said that. I'm just saying they're, they're, like yeah, <laughs> this recording is hereby undone retroactively. I'm in the middle of a can of Coke right now. There's no, no chance.
So the Gemara says that when I'm more specific on the Gavra side of things, that I limit myself, then of course there's going to be that limitation only on me and not on not on anybody else. It's not Me'ila, and therefore there's no possibilities for Pidjon Divi Reb Meir, who's of the opinion that clearly Yesh Me'ila Bekonamo, so that, that a Konam, that a Neder, when you, when you make a Neder to say that this item is like Hektish, it's Mamish Hektish. It doesn't have to be a korban to be hektish. I am making a commitment that this loaf of bread is no different than hektish mamish. Then comes the dissenting opinion two thirds of the way down. No problem. Yeah. He's not over me, Elam. Because it's not, it's, it's not inherently in the bread. It's only my relationship to that bread. Was it still a template? It's a lie. Harezu, hare a lie. But that loaf of bread, who's it owned by? Schizophrenic. I'm serious. Like it has two totally different realities. To me, that's that's kryptonite, and to you, it's just bread. As it relates to me, if I gave it over, it would count as hectic. As it relates to you, it's nothing. Correct. It only is in as much as it relates to you. What you're really saying is that. You're not saying that I'm giving this to the Beis HaMikdash. You're saying this has a status of Hektish as does something in the Beis HaMikdash. And that status remains true for me if I say Hare Alai. Yes. It's not Hare Zu. Yeah, correct. Exactly. It's not. It's not. We're saying that it's an equivalent to an item that is Hektish in the Beis HaMikdash. And it's a full equivalency as it relates to me. As it relates to my Chavar. If you want to eat it, it's like... It's still, it's it's still, it's it's a very Gemara-y type. It's a very, it's it's like a Jewish law thing where like there's a Metzius over here for me and not for you. But you couldn't use that, let's say, to pay a debt to your friend, right? I, I could not. If it was right. Hare Alai, it's hectic. Then I'm right? And even though, they, but it would be an Isra Me'ila on me that whatever that money's equivalent is, that would be my punishment in Me'ila. But you as the Chavar to receive that, no problem. You don't, you're don't. you none the wiser. It's Hare, hare Alai. It was not... Uh, so, so can you say Kol is Hefker to this item? It's not Hefker, it's Hektish. So, so but the thing is, he's asked if he does it or not. I'm going to mention no, but you could be poda. The Gemara says, yes, yeah, you're you're allowed to be poda. There still is a dollar amount, which is we we didn't get into the pigeon piece. It's really a side sugya, but that's true. Is that because it, there is a, a status of pigeon in regards to the meila, so it, it it doesn't have a value of zero. It's not hefker mamish. It's still yours, and you could say hare alai kikar zu is, is hefkish for twenty minutes. It doesn't have to be a forever comment, and I don't know. I probably stam it is, but uh, you know, but it doesn't have to be that way. And then the Chachamim come in and say, I disagree. If a person... Because it's not actually uh, hektish, even though I compared it to hektish, so the bread in front of me, when I make a, when I make a statement of hare alai hektish, it's not really hektish. Only, it only is usher to me as is hektish. That's not really, really, really me'ila. And therefore the Gemara says that ain't la pigeon. The Chachamim argue and say, there is no me'ila here. If I take a piece of bread and I want to say, as it relates to me, or even if I say, harez kikar zu, hektish, that's, it may be usher to you, neder, but it's not hektish. And that's what the Chachamim say. That's against our Gemara, because our Gemara that we learned earlier, the answer that we saw of Tani Tuha, where we brought a raya from our Mishnah, where it said that uh, makom, what's the line? Makom shenotlan aleha schar, tipal hanola hektish. 
So the Chachamim would not agree with that. That's only Al Tzitzas Reb Meir. Only Reb Meir would say that because he holds Yesh Konomos B'Meila. Yesh Me'ila B'Konomos. Yeah, Yesh Me'ila B'Konomos. The Chachamim don't agree, and Lefisha Ein Me'ila B'Konomos, and therefore there's, there is a fundamental Machlokes Tanayim. Our Mishnah is like the Shita of Reb Meir. And continuing with the Shita of Reb Meir, eight lines from the bottom, the Gemara says, Amr Ravacha Bered Rav Avia the Ravashi. Ki Kari Alecha, my bread's usher to you. So then, so I say, this loaf of bread right here is usher for you like Hagdish. And then I give it to you as a present. So first of all, I'm not a nice person. A bad person. It's not nice. But the Gemara is not asking if you're a bad person. The Gemara is asking who, if anyone, violated Mi'ilah. Mima'al. Do we say limol no saint that the person who did the mi'ila was the giver? That can't be because as it relates to him, halo asira ale. That piece of bread was a regular piece of bread. Because what did I say? Kikari alecha. My loaf of bread is only usher to you. But as it relates to me, I didn't do anything wrong. It's my piece of bread. I gave you a piece of bread, and I put it in your property. I did nothing wrong. I'm a jerk, but I did nothing wrong because that piece of bread, as it relates to me, the transition from me to you is a nothing. So says the Gemara, maybe we should say limol mekabel. Maybe we should say the recipient is the person who violated me'ila. So the Gemara says, yachol da'amar hetera ba'isi. Isur lo ba'isi. He could argue, but don't tell him, don't give me something usser, make it my fault. <laughs> don't do that. I didn't ask you for something usser. In other words, you can't force me into a situation of me'ila by you ushering the item to me and then you putting the item in my in my property. That doesn't work. So therefore, the Gemara is stuck. The Gemara doesn't know. Who does the me'ila fall on, if at all? The Gemara concludes. This is, as I mentioned, this is within the sheet of Reb Meir, who holds Yesh Me'ila Bekonamos. So if I say Kikari Alecha, that's a konam for Hektish. I say my piece of bread, as it relates to Stan, that's going to be Hektish. So hold on, hold on one second. So, so when that happens, that bread is Me'ila, but only for you. So when I take that and give it to you, Matana, I've done nothing wrong. The bread, as it relates to me, is, is Mutter. I could eat it if I wanted to. So I can give it to whoever I want. And as it relates to you, the Gemara says, it's not fair that you should violate me either just because I gave it to you. I created the perfect storm. I said the bread is going to be hectic, and then I put it in your property. That's not fair to you either. So the Gemara is unclear if at all there's if there's going to be any meal at all. Isn't there a between if someone says and as far as whether the Well, the Alecha piece makes it personal. Even if you say kikarzu, which typically is a chefza language, but when you say it's alecha, you're speaking out of two sides of your mouth. Because that, you hear what I'm saying? Like that, that doesn't work. I, I don't know that I'm right. I'm just, I'm reacting to your question, but the alecha piece makes it very, that means that for me, it's still not a problem. It's probably the case that if you say, uh, you know, kikar, kikari or kikarzu, maybe the, maybe the difference would be if it's hefker. If it's a hefker and I pick it up and I say kikarzu, alecha, I think the only difference is Kikari is any both of yours. Kikar is that particular one of us. That could be. Yeah, the Alecha piece. Kikari could be one of those. Doesn't have to be all of them. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Those could both be true. We'd have to see. We'd have to see. We'd have to create a case and make it. But ultimately, for this purpose, it's the same thing. Correct. Because 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 of the because of the Alecha piece, right? 
So the Gemara responds in conclusion to this question. Let me just repeat the case one more time. I take a piece of bread and I make a konum that it's usher for you as it relates to Hakdash. I was makdash it in as much as you cannot benefit from it. The Gemara paskin zamarle mekabel ma'al. That really you, the recipient, have violated it, but not when I put it in your property. Only lichashiyotzi. Only when you do something with it. Okay, says the Gemara. Shekol hamotzi mo'os hektish lechulin kasavur shelchulin humal. Me'ila happens all the time, or primarily happens when you don't know that you did it. If you're doing it because you're guilty on purpose, intentionally, you're really a bad person. This me'ila b'derech klal is done. Is done b'shogeg af zem mo'el. You may not have even known. You may not have even known, and the me'ila actually took place. There are times when we do things and we don't even know that we violated anything. This would be a sample of that. And it probably still applies today. If I say right now, if I'm maktish something, and then I use it, when the basic mikdash returns. So if something, so if you do take something, then all you have to do is replace the monetary value. Plus a slap on the wrist. It's also, I think, plus chomesh, no? Yeah. So it's actually twenty five percent. We call it chomesh. So, so the base of is just treated as though it's something that you stole from somebody else. You stole something from a kodesh baruch Yeah, right. it's. I should say you stole something that was muktash, and I got. I guess you, you stole something that had a status of hektish, mm-hmm. and that if you if you use it for your benefit, then you're chayev. No, what I'm saying is that it's the same thing as if you took it from somebody else, and then you realized it. And you still have to pay that home. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Ben, ben in this. I don't know. Like I presume the money goes to the base of Mikdash. I'm just saying. I presume that's the case. But it wasn't actually hectish. I don't know where the money goes. I don't know which pushkat goes in. Does it go into? You took my inaccessible stuff because it's not hectish mamish, right? Mm-hmm. It's not actually. It doesn't actually belong to the base of Mikdash mm-hmm. because it wasn't hare zu hare kikar zu. It wasn't konam kikar zu. I know, but the me'ila, it's true, it's true, but 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 it it never. I don't know. Maybe it right. did. No, I don't know. It's it's, well, it's it's. I don't know the answer to the question. I'm just. <laughs> that is a possibility. For all cases of me'ila where there's a lack of clarity, please see text. <laughs> Very good. So says the Gemara of Zemoel. In this case, the the, the person who is a makabel who's a makabel would violate me'ila, not when it's put on his property, because that would be a jerk move by me to make something usher and put it in your property. But when you actually do something with it, you eat it, you benefit from it, you sell it, whatever you do, that's going to be me'ila. But he just left it there a lot. He was fine. Yep, 100%. What would you say? According to Ram, possibly. The what? Oh, I didn't even see that. I just, I'm not I just so surprised to hear that because our Mishnah is a Stam Mishnah. Oh, and, um, and the way and the fact that Rava goes through the whole thing, but right, right. Rava also seems to. Oh. Correct. Yeah, I don't know. Have to spend more time on that. That brings us to the next Mishnah on the top of Lamed Hey Amid Beis. We had spoken about things that we are allowed to do, even when there's a status of mudar hana between me and you. We spoke about uh, different things. We spoke about Ashava Saveda. And this Mishnah is really a continuation of that Mishnah. What does the Mishnah say? The Torah mes chumaso. I can give truma on your behalf. Uma asrosov. I'm allowed to give your maestros. Ledaito. Even though you know about it. Umakrivalov. I'm allowed to bring korbanos of kine zavin, kine zavos, kine yoldos, chatos vashamos. Uh, seemingly very specific set of korbanos of birds that are given for mechusari kapara. Mechusari kapara are people 
who had to go through a waiting period of tahara to get to, to become tahor. And the final makibapatish that actually makes them tahor is hakrabas hakorbanos. So, in, and we'll see soon if my language is correct about mechusari kapara, but these birds are often given by mechusari kapara. And as well, umalamdo medrish halachos vagados. I'm also, if let's say uh, I, your mood are high for me, I can still teach you Torah. But not all Torah. We're not going to learn today about this, but we'll learn about it in the in the subsequent days. But you're not allowed to learn Psukim and Chumash from me. You can learn Gemara. You can come to Daf Yomishir, but you can't come to a Chumashir that if, if we're Mudar Hana from one another. Aval, Melamed, who has Bono Vesbenosa Mikra. But the next generation, even though you're going to really appreciate the fact that I'm teaching your children, says the Gemara, doesn't matter that it is perfectly permissible to teach them even Mikra. What? Banavuv Nosav, Mikra. Oh, you're being medayik. I, I, it's not even a duke. Banavuv Nosav. So women women have a chiv of learning Mikra. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not a duke. It's uh, just he's read, he, he's just read, he's just reading the book. There is a discussion in the Farshim about... Or you could just say clearly. Yeah, that was where I was. My head was there, but I didn't want to say it. I work for the OU. It's very complicated. What? What'd you say? Uh-huh. No, but that doesn't apply to Chumash. What? Yeah, who's the quote? Uh... Okay. So he's here, I assume it's because you're a mitzvah to teach because so it's not just are they allowed to, but you have Yeah, to I I was about to make a comment on that that we, we know that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, broadly speaking, applies to men, but that doesn't mean that a woman is exempt from knowing halacha that she has to keep. That's ridiculous. Of course a woman has to learn halacha. So as one of my rabbis used to say, okay, they don't have to finish us, but they have to finish Shulchan Aruch like 30, 40 times in their life. You know, you can complain all you want about Daf Yomi, that's fine. But to tell me that a woman doesn't need to know halacha like the back of her hand, of course she does. And maybe she won't learn shachs and tazas, but learn all the halachic compendiums that go through all of Hilcho's kitchen and all of Hilcho's nida and all of Hilcho's covering your hair and whatever. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta know it cold. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. You gotta know it cold. You gotta know a cult. So I, I, for all of the dialogue that people say, you can call it whatever you want, but the the requirement for a woman to know halacha is no different than the requirement for a different to the, the, the halachic requirement for a man to know halacha. You have to know what to do. How do you keep halacha if you don't know halacha? But it also only says mikra. It doesn't say anything else. It doesn't say anything about halacha or about or what is it? It's true. It's true. You're saying good, and maybe they don't learn it inside. I don't know. That could be part of the halachic shaila of Talmud Torah by women. It could be. Maybe they only learn the compendiums. Maybe they only hear it as I don't know. I have to, but the, I'm, I'm glad you raised it, Rabbi I, I didn't even think much about it. We're going to come back to our mission in a moment, but we have a broad question here about uh, Kohanim. Hani Kohane. When we have Kohanim who are um, doing the service in the Beis Hamikdash, are they shluche didan havu? Are they our shluchim? I need to bring a korban. I've done something wrong. Here's my korban chatos. Please bring it on my behalf. Oh, or perhaps are they shluche dishmayim? What would be the difference between a Kohen who is a shliach of me or a Kohen who is a shliach of a Kodesh Baruch Hu? The Gemara says, What if there is an Isser of Hana that the Kohen says, I will get, uh, I say about a Kohen, I'll get no Hana from Kohen X. 
And then that day, Kohen X is on his Mishmar. I'm like, shoot, I brought my, my Korban Chatas, and he's the one who's supposed to do the Shechita. So that's the Nafkamina. If you want to say that the Kohen is really just an extension of my hand, then Hamahani Then he is enabling me to bring a Korban Chatas. That's a real Hana, and that should be forbidden. But if you say, no, nah, the Kohen okay, is the executioner, but Lamaisa, he's not my shliach, he's a Kodesh Baruch Hu shliach, to make sure the chatas is brought. So then, shari. So that would be a huge nafkamina, <laughs> especially considering what we're talking about. The whole parak is called Ein Bein Mudar, and the second is called Nadar. So if you if you are Mudar Hana from a Kohen, can he bring your korban? Yes or no? Well, that depends. If Kohanam are shluchim didan or shluchim deshmaya. And the Gemara says, my, what then is the halacha? And the Gemara tries to bring a raya from our Mishnah. Toshma ditnan makri v'lav kine zavin v'chulia. We spoke about all of the, the korbanos in our Mishnah. Iyar meshluche didan kamehanile. It has to be that it's shluche deshmaya. It has to be the kohanam or shluche deshmaya because otherwise, these animals, that it seems like these are very specific animals that are bring, being brought, kamehanile. Says the Gemara, that very argument that you're giving, that there are specific animals mentioned in the Mishnah, is itself a raya for something else. Why did the Mishnah specify any korbanos? Why did it specify any korbanos at all? Ella, it must be, what's the common thread of all of the korbanos in the Mishnah at the top of the page? Ella, they're mechusare kapara shine. By mechusare kapara, our Mishnah is actually saying, labdafka, that it's a... Uh, that it's shluchei d'shmai. They could even be shluchei didan, and these can still be brought. There's no raya that it's uh, that it's uh, shluchei d'shmai. Why not? Because the Amar Rav Nachman, a kol tzrichin das chutz mechusare kapara. When the korbanos of mechusare kapara are brought, the person doesn't even need to know that they're being brought. They just need to be brought, and therefore we don't care who the kohen is. So it's not a raya that it's uh, that that kohanim are shluche d'shmaya. It very well could be that they're shluche didan, and the reason why our mishnah is proving that is because it's, it gave examples of animals that are only mechusari kapara, which specifically don't require das bailam. Beautiful raya. And uh, how do we know that this is true? We know that uh, a person can bring korbanos for their for their sons and daughters. What do we learn from the language of zos taras hazav? So there, that's also a case where there's no das required. A katan doesn't have das. So by bringing a korban for them, so too there are korbanos, such as ones that are brought from a chusari kapara that don't require das. And the raya stands. So far, the raya stands that um, our Mishnah is likely talking about, is li likely hinting to the fact that Kohanim are shluchei didan, they're ar shluchim, and lav davka that they're shluchei dishmaya. The Gemara doesn't entertain the possibility that it's both, because shlichus is a one-track mind. You got to pick something. You got to you got to be able to be dedicated to your to the Mishaleach. And right now, according to the Gemara, we are the Mishaleach, and they are the shluchim. Says the Gemara, we have a problem with Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan was the one who said that the Pasuk of Zos Toras Hazav implies Ben Gadol Ben Katan. Elamayatul Rav Yochanan, who learned Zos Toras, that that language is to teach us about a Katan and a Gadol, says the Gemara, what about Zos Toras Hayoledes, Ben Katana Uvein Gedola? How can you say that Zos Toras Hayoledes is both talking about a Katana and a Gedola? A Katana, says the Gemara, a Katana Bas Leidahi. We know that a Katana is not a Bas Leidah. How can you... You want to tell me that a kata needs a korban brought for other reasons, no problem. But a korban that's specific to a yoledes, 
She's not a Yoledis. She's not a Yoledis till she's uh till she's Roe to be a Yoledis. And we've already learned this a number of times in Shas. This was the birth control of old, that they would take some type of cloth and insert it uh, into the woman's body. And then after uh, uh, by the completion of Tashmash Amita, this garment, this cloth would absorb whatever Zerah is there, preventing, probably not the most effective form of birth control, but preventing the, the, the possibility of getting pregnant. And who are the people who are Misham Shos B'moch? Ketana, Umer, And we learned in all three cases why this is true. Ketana says the Gemara, Shematis Aber Vatamus. The Gemara doesn't continue, but we spoke about the fact that the Meuberes is Shemayas uh, Ubrasanda, that the Ubra will get crushed. And the, the Menekes, she may, her milk may dry up and her baby will, will die from having no food. Different world now, because we have, have had we have some some formulas of things change, but the Gemara is bothered by the fact that the Zos what sometimes right. I don't know what we're holding anymore. I I I don't know. I have, what? Still a problem. Okay, so the Gemara says that it can't be that Rav Yochanan's drush of Zos Torah Hazav was talking about Ben Gadol Ben Katan because if it always if when we see the language of Zos Torah Hazav is Ben Gadol Ben Katan, so then why is it that when we see Zos Torah this is also Ben Gadol Ben Katan? But that makes no sense. She's a Katan. Akhtana is not Roi Lele. It says the Gemara, Hahizos Toras Hayoledes. When it comes to the language of Zos Toras by the world of Yoledes, yes, we're supposed to make a drasha similar to Rav Yochanan's, but not the one that's Ben Gadol Ben Katan, but rather Ben Pikachas Ben Shota. Between a, a wife who is a Pikacha, she's a regular wife, and a wife who's a Shota, who does not have her mental faculties with her. Shekinada may be Korban al Ishto Shota, Bihuda. A husband is allowed to bring a Korban for his wife, even if she's mentally incapacitated. She, he's still allowed to bring a, a Korban for Detanya the Brisa writes. Rabbi Huda Omer, Adam may be korban ashir al ishto v'chol korban ashechayeves shekach kasuvla. This is what what it says in her ksuba. V'achrayos to islach alai min min kadamas tena from the beginning of the judgment, from the beginning of the time of our contract. When we got married, I married you as a normal woman. You're now not a normal woman. I'm still obligated, just as I was on day one of our marriage, as I am in year twenty. I'm obligated to take care of you and even bring your korbanos. So we're going to learn just two more questions, and then we'll stop. We're going to be stopping at the two dots a quarter of the way down, of almost yeah, about a quarter of the way down on Lamed Vav. So right now at the top of Lamed Vav Medalif, let's continue. Masiv Rav Simi Bar Abba, Im Haya Kohen, if there was a Kohen, and the Mefarish adds in the keyword Hamadir, where there was a, an Isser of, of Hana from one another, still Yizro Kalav, Dam Chataso Vedam Hashamo. The Kohen is allowed to sprinkle for, on behalf of me, even though I was Madir Hana from him. Doesn't matter. He can still be Zorik, the Dam Chatas, and the Dam Asham. And the Gemara over here highlights, you can see the Mefarish, Katani Stam on the top line, Dibraham Aschel, Yizrok, he says, Katani Stam. When our Mishnah says that he can be Zorik, the Dam Chatas, and the Dam Asham, that's Stam. There are other cases in the world of a Chatas and of an Asham that are not Mechusar Kapara. Let's say I do an Isir B'Shogeg. A regular Isra B'Shogeg. I'm not Mechusar Kapar. I'm not a Yoledes. I'm not a Zav. I'm not a Zava. I'm nothing. I'm not a Mitzora. I just did a Chatas. And I bring the Chatas over to the Kohen. I realize it's the Kohen that I was Madir Hanafram. And the Mishnah says, the Brisa says that he can be Zorik Maidam. And we, it's clearly not Mechusar Kapara. So the, what does that show you? It must be that they're not Shluche Didan. It must be that they're Shluche Dishmaya. It has to be. Because if he's allowed to bring my Korban when it's not Mechusar Kapara, can't be shluchedidan because then it would be an isra hana. 
So it must be Shluchei Deshmaya. Says the Gemara, no, I'm going to make a new Kimta. When that Brisa that Rav Simi brought said that their Yisrael Kalav Dam Chataso B'Dam Hashamo, Dam Chataso Shal Metzora, B'Dam Hashamo Shal Metzora. The Chsiv, as the Pasuk says, Zos Tiyah Torah Shal Metzora, Ben Gadol Ben Katan. And that's the end of that question. And we tried to undermine our standing assumption that Kohanim are Shluchei Didan. Let's try one more question and one more rejection of a question. Tanan HaKohanim Shepiglu B'Mikdash. Uh, we know that uh, pigol is when the person doing the shechita uh, has a machsheves pigol, which is that the food will be shechted for the sake of something shelobizman or shelobimakomo. That's what pigol is. So let's say a kohanim did this. He was shepiglu b'mikdash. If he was mezidin, he's chayoven. If he did so hashogigin paturin, if it was an accident, he's going to be pater. Now, even though if he did it by accident, he's going to be pater, ela shepigul and pigol. His, his financial burden is one question, but the metzias of the meat doesn't matter. The meat is tainted. It doesn't matter. It's going to be pigol. Now, let's analyze. If you want to say that the shlichus is that the Kohen is a shliach of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, so then hainu she pigol and pigol. Then I can understand why even b'shogeg pigol and pigol. I understand that. If you're going to tell me that a Kohen is really a shliach didon, amai pigol and pigol. Why would the machshav of that coin ruin this food? After all, lema, I, as the mishaleach, can say, that's not fair. Lema le, shlicha shibisich, liskune, I hired you to be my, uh, my shlich to do good things, v'lo avusi. You can't make my item into pigol. I, you, you're, you're outside of your realm, realms of shlichus. So if we say shluche didan is going to be, if we say kohanam are shluche didan, then he should have given this argument, v'lo li'avusi. But, Therefore, we see that he didn't give that argument, so it must be that Kohanim are shluchei deshmaya. So let's see what the Gemara responds. Amri says the Gemara, you cannot bring a raya from the world of pigol because shiny gabe pigol. The rule is different from pigol because no matter what the case is, his machshavu will ruin it. That no matter what, it's going to be considered pigol, no raya. And therefore, the Gemara concludes that Kohanim are shluchei didan, that a Kohen is really our messenger, much as they are on a higher level than most of us are in regards to their status, but they are the ones uh, who do the work for us. We'll stop right here. Tomorrow I am recording and posting throughout the morning, Mir Hashem. I hope that's true. And then uh, we'll pick up again Thursday night in person. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Thank you.